Hey. Hey. How are you? Good. It's our first podcast. Yes, it is. Welcome to Love Ledesma. <laughs> it's a once a month podcast sharing everything about us from what work to family, sex, faith. Love, drugs, no, no drugs. <laughs> alcohol. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, one day we'll talk about drugs and alcohol. We're, I'm an open book. Um, but really, let's just kind of dive in. The purpose of this podcast is to really talk about the newlywed journey. So many times we see couples or we see things that cater to those who are a little longer in their marriage and you get to hear the troubles and the woes and the good side of being in a marriage of five, 10, 15 plus years, but you really don't hear the journey to being newlyweds or the journey in newlyweds that the journey to get there, basically. Yeah, the journey to get there and yeah. the journey once you're there and how it's not always glamorous. It's not always glitzy. And sometimes you hit the shits like within the first two weeks. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will curse. Yes, we will use adult words here. Uh, yes, this yeah. is very real. Yeah. But um, so let's kind of get into who we are. Um do you want to go first, husband? Uh, sure. It's usually ladies first, but okay. Um, hi, I'm Manny. Hi, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> that smile. That's what got me in trouble. Uh, yeah, that's what got us this baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, my name is Manny, and I am 39 years old, about to be the big for oh hey. hey every time someone talks about the big four oh you know what i picture what? <laughs> do you remember the kool-aid guy or <laughs> <laughs> he would like burst through the wall every time someone says big four i think here he comes bursting through the Ooh, wall oh yeah like, so that's 40 huh big ass red kool-aid jar just bursting through the wall oh yeah <laughs> so yeah i'll be 40 in december and uh, recently got married to a very beautiful woman. As of last week, became a father for the fourth time. One, two, three, four. Yes, the fourth time. Our baby Nicholas was born into this world. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, that's very basic general information about me. There's a lot more to him. He's very multidimensional, but I think when we talk about ourselves, what makes us the most proudest of us comes through. And the fact that you talked about being 40 and being a father, that just confirms that I, what, what God told me. Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's your ambition in life to be. Yeah. To be father. 40 and a father. Yeah. Done yeah. Check and check. check, no, and check. That God showed me that that was, that was your ambition in life, um, and I'll get into why He showed me that another time. But um, because that's a beautiful thing to know, and I always tell you, you know, you you make fatherhood look really good, and you make fatherhood look like it was created just for you. So thank you. Um, yeah, I love being a father. I love yeah. <laughs> I love being a father. I love coming home to this little beautiful boy. Um 
even though he sleeps right now and doesn't let me sleep later. <laughs> but yeah, los dos. <laughs> but yeah, um, what about you, young lady? Young lady. Um, I'm not that much younger than you, kiddo. I am one step behind. I'm 38 or 30 great. Well, you are 35. I'm 30 great. Yeah. And I just became a mom for the first time ever. First episode, people, we will get proper sound effects oh, later. meeting my husband, I was a very, huh, <laughs> a very independent uh, woman who had a very charted course that had very little deviation. And when it did deviate, the, uh, the temper would flare within. Mm -hmm. I had to learn that God is in control. And sometimes our steps, it, that we try to order our steps, but God really ordered them. And they don't always look like one, two, three. Sometimes it's like 1, 10, 20. And you're like, why are you skipping all this time? Just let me go and out So you had a very straight line and. Straight trajectory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I come along and. Oh. <laughs> and what? You came to my rescue. <laughs> and I just want to be where you are. I called and you answered. Um, yeah. You came along and, you know, I think, you know, I know for a fact that, you know, you made my straight line go scribble scrabble. So, <laughs> and for that, I'm forever thankful and forever grateful. You know, you, the midwife said I came into her world like, <laughs> like a Tasmanian devil, like a whirlwind. Oh, yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Shout out to Takia. Yeah, is it Takia? Yeah, yeah Takia. And but the the reality is, is you came into my world not temperamental like that. Like your temperament is far from it. But you came into my world bringing this what I would never expect. Like I would have never expected to get married to a man who has, um, as they call you know, instant family or ready made family. I would have never thought that. I would have. Never thought that, oh, I'm going to get married to this guy and then we're going to have a baby and then we're going to do this and do that. In fact, what really shocked me is knowing that I married a guy uh, who has a different temperament than me. I thought I was going to marry an alpha, mm -hmm. like an alpha male, right? Because I'm like very ambitious, very go What you calling me a beta? Listen. It's too hard to be proud and being a beta male than being proud and being a beta male. Because let me tell you, them beta males aren't the ones that beat your ass, okay? <laughs> <laughs> them beta males aren't the ones that sit there and curse you out because X, Y, Z, and they don't have identity issues like some alpha males do. Um, and that's not all alpha and that's not all beta, so don't think I'm generalizing. But it is to say is um, 
when you know who you are, you rock it and you rock it well and you're confident in it. And that's the thing. Like I always thought I was going to have someone just like me, very ambitious, very driven, creating a business or, you know, traveling and this and that. And then, you know, God was just like, slow down, son. Hold my beer. <laughs> God was like, hold, hold my, my beer. beer. And, um, just gave me someone who was like the complete opposite, but not in the baddest of ways, but in the most beautiful of ways. Like on my Instagram, I praise you so much. And I say, you know, God blessed me with a man who has the patience of a saint because I don't sometimes. And who's going to have that patience when the child is like, again, for the fourth time reading a bedtime story. And I'm like, I got TV watch, right? Like, yeah, the, the, the ending doesn't change. It was the same the second time, and it's going to be the same tomorrow night. Come back again. You can stay tuned. I'm not. But, mm. but you have that patience. Um, you do it with a smile and so effortlessly. And that's the thing. Uh, I want to like attribute that to the type of business I'm in. I, I, I need to have. A lot of patience. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard some stories. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and you have to do it with a smile. Not that I'm saying that <clears throat> whatever I do is in any way um, false or you know, right or fake. But you're not supposed to see the the frustration. the frustration right <laughs> i'm not supposed to like when i'm at work i'm not supposed to be you know roll my eyes or you know like hurry up bitch hit the ball <laughs> even though i would love you would love to take the club and hit it for them yeah you know yeah this is how you do it or distract them and take the ball and Oh, we do that sometimes. But yeah, you know, um, I've learned a lot of to, to have a lot of patience in that. So mm-hmm. it kind of pays off. You know, sometimes, you know, I do get a little out of whack and that usually gets me into a lot of trouble. But it is what it is. Is who we are. Is a part of who I am. <laughs> oh, so some eyes right now. I'm falling even more. Ooh. Oh. Bow, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope the mics are working. Yeah, me too. Um. <laughs> so, uh, see, what do you want to ask me any questions? Um, how do we meet? Ooh, Bumble. What's that? Ooh, Bumble. Not a lot of people know what Bumble is. Remember, (laughs) you're right. You're right. Bumble is a dating app that, um, it's funny. I know the history of it. It goes to show how much I love education, um, and information. So Bumble is a dating app that was born after the, um, the, the creator of Tinder dumped his girlfriend and she was like, excuse me. She like helped build Tinder and uh, like the concept of swiping, she was kind of like, 
I don't know, that kind of treats people like me. But then when she saw the success of it and the concept behind it um, put into practice, she thought it was a good idea and, you know, basically uh, supported Tinder even more, right? Other mm-hmm. than the fact that it was her boyfriends and we women love to support even jerks, but still, that's another <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> and um, so when he broke up with her and kicked her to the curb, and if memory serves me correctly, I don't think she got her, you know, her well deservings for the investment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't get mad, you get even, right? So she comes out with Bumble. And Bumble launched in Seattle. And if memory serves me correctly, it moved its way to the down from Seattle to California and then moved its way to the East Coast, a.k.a. Nueva York. <laughs> okay, Yolanda Vega. Tonight's <laughs> <laughs> numbers are eight, four, four. Um, no, but like it came here and uh, they had like this beta launch. And I remember seeing it. And at the time, it was definitely white and bright. Mm. Definitely white and bright. And I was like, that ain't going to last. That ain't not going to last. And um, sure enough, it became more diverse. And yeah. And then I decided to join because I was on Tinder. I got off of Tinder for a little bit, decided to join Bumble, and that's how you and I met, long and short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Uh... And I had my radius set to like five miles. <laughs> you, dear husband, oh mine, are not, were not, was not, ain't not, <laughs> five miles away from where I am. Yeah, that, um, did you work your magic I don't know how that happened, but I remember um I kept mine pretty local also. Mm-hmm. And um it was it wasn't working out. So I expanded a little. And that's why I guess we came up on each other's radars. <laughs> <laughs> so uh she swipe right, I swipe right. We talk a little. Um, wait. Less than a week. I think we talked first. No, but um. Oh, on Bumble, on the app. Yeah. Yeah. I've, a day or two or whatever. Yeah, before we exchange numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I call her, <laughs> I call her. And she's like, oh, my God, hi. Um, You're not going to believe this, but my ex just surprised me. And I'm like, and we're going, yeah, we're going for a walk. Can I call you back? And I'm like, all weirded out. I'm like, "Uh, okay, whatever. And, um she went about her business and as soon as i hung up <clears throat> i was just like oh oh well another one bites the dust <laughs> and another one down another one bites the dust <laughs> so yeah i was, i just 
didn't think any anything of it. I'm like, oh, she's going back out with her ex. Oh, please. Like, Meanwhile, I'm like super excited that he called. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, she, did you call me back? I sure did. When he left. Oh, yeah. When he yeah. left, I, I called you back. And yeah. That's when we stayed on the phone for the first time for like hours. Yeah, it was. It was hours. It was at least four. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. At least four. At least. So, uh, have no, no, oh, no. I thought no. you were pulling up. I'm like, damn. <laughs> really? Sentimental over there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we stood up that night. I remember I had to go to work the next day and I just didn't want to hang up the phone. Hmm. And eventually it happened. Um, the next day we spoke again. We spoke for like about a week. Every time we spoke, it was what? We clipped four or five hours. Two two hours minimum. Yeah, two, yeah, that was it. We were like a parking meter. <laughs> two hours minimum. <laughs> two hours minimum. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it was just easy conversation. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, speaking to an adult. Mm. I love that. And, you know, like, it was just, everything was just open. And um, it was like a free and flowing conversation. Yeah. There was no hiccups, no awkward moments. Um, <laughs> you, going, oh. <laughs> uh, you know. But yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it still is fun. It is. Yeah. It is. I look forward to every day. <laughs> every day. Like, what adventure will we face today? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was like a week, maybe a week later, we met in person. Uh-huh. Um, I drove out to Queens. Hey. Seven women, eight. Now I live in Queens. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we hung out. Um, it was supposed to be a what is it? A red moon or blood moon? Yeah, it was supposed to be a blood moon, and Mars or Venus, one of the planets, was supposed to be visible, right? So, one of the planets was visible, it was like a speck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but still, you go look at this guy now, you don't see a speck. Yeah, right? but it, it was funny though. Like, she was like, "Oh, let's go, um, let's go out and um, see the moon, right?" Yeah, and, I, I was like, "Hey, did yeah. you go and see the moon? It's supposed to be a blood moon." And it was raining. No, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it was raining, and then she was like, "Oh no, it's gonna clear up," and I'm like. Okay. And he comes out. And my so I, yeah. Out. Yeah. Uh, I come out and. You go to the pier in Long Island City. Yeah, the Pepsi Cola sign. And girls, listen, it's always the day when you're meeting someone that your hair does not want to cooperate. <laughs> I don't know what I put. I'm a natural hair girl. So I don't even know what I put in my hair the day before or the or a couple days before my hair was like, oh, you're meeting a guy? Let's not cooperate. And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what happened. I can't even tell you what I did, but I was just like, just throw on this dress and these sneakers and head out. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, if he's scared off by hair, he doesn't need to be with you because it's hair, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we hung out. Um, 
it was kind of uh, overcast at that point. But it cleared up. But yeah, it did clear up. It did clear up. Skies were beautiful that night. Mm-hmm. And while we were waiting, remember? Yeah. And the moon, the moon was really bright. Mm-hmm. Um, but we listened to um, the guy that looks like Steve Harvey, Tony Evans. Tony Evans, yeah. That's a little inside joke. Oh, yeah, so we just see Oh, yeah, the family feud. See, a mí me encanta ese tipo, a ti, Javi. A ti, Javi. So, yeah, we uh, we hung out that night, um, listened to a sermon and that was about it that night, right? Yeah. Yeah. And no moon. No blood moon. But no the blood. next night was a blood moon. <laughs> yeah. I was in Long Island and he was home. And I called him. I said, go outside. What now? And he was like sleeping. And he went outside and saw it. And um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's how we met. And what we like to do. Um, what we like to do. So... Gosh, what do we like to do? We like to... Oh, I just like to spend time with you. <laughs> I do. Like, you ever meet someone where you could just sit there in silence and it's so... It's wonderful. It's peaceful. Like, I've, I've met people where sitting in silence, uh, it's noisy. Wow. Right? The silence is wow. noisy. It's deafening. It's, deafening and you're just like so it's so deafening and so noisy you want to itch your ears you know you want to scratch your ears and you're just like this is ridiculous <laughs> but then I've, I haven't met a lot of people but I've met some people where the, where sitting in quiet with them is so peaceful and you're you're definitely one of them and that, that's what made me stick around even more because <laughs> I can't sit I was with someone for 12 years and in 12 years I could not sit in silence with them wow Loved him to bits, loved him to pieces, but he would be like, everything okay? Everything okay? And I'm just like, dude, you're going to make me go to the doctor to figure out if everything's okay. Like, just be silent. But then I had to realize that's no reflection on me, right? That's mm-hmm. a reflection of maybe maybe him at the time. We were young, 18 through, 18 through 30. At the time, just not really knowing that it's okay to be in peace, right? It's okay to sit mm-hmm. in silence, and it doesn't mean anything's wrong. Um, and that's why I don't understand when women do the stupid silent treatment. Like, <laughs> what do you expect to accomplish with that? You better use your, you can use your voice to nag this man's ear over the trash. You can use this voice to, to nag this man's ear over some damn kids. You can use your, this, your voice to nag about this and that. But when it comes to expressing your feelings, your emotions, you got to do the silent treatment. You're, you, ain't, you don't have a voice. You're mute. Yeah, it's the old, he should know why. why. You know what I say to people who think he should know? You should know better. You Mm. should know that no man and no woman uh, are are mind readers. We're not clairvoyant. We're not, if we were, I'd be out in the street pimping my brain. 
Yeah, definitely. Your, um, your voice is air your marriage needs, right? Um, shoot, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. Um, it's it's what we've talked about mm-hmm. and before, you know, that there's room in our marriage to for both of us to voice mm-hmm. anything at any given time. Right. Right? Right. No matter good, bad. Ugly or pretty. Uh, left or right. Right. And know. as long as it's done with respect. And respect yes. doesn't mean we're always saying it with tenderness and sugar coating. Yeah. It doesn't. No. But it means that, to me, I've always said to you that respect would mean that no matter how upset I am, I'm committed to understanding you. Right? I'm committed mm-hmm. to understanding what is, what's the problem here. Because deep down inside, I know it's not the, it's not you and I against each other, right? It's us against the problem. Right. But if I approach you in a way where you're the problem, then the main issue actually gets pushed aside. Gets pushed aside, right? Exactly. But not only that, the main issue is probably sitting there like, yo, I'm so happy this marriage is falling apart. I'm so happy that she's so distracted. Now I get to grow bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Now I get to become this ugly beast in a corner that nobody paid attention to when I was just an you know, mm-hmm. cucaracha, whatever you want to call it. And then, la la so, you know, and it's like, boom. And that's, that's the way the enemy works, right? That he wants us to ignore the little crack and not patch it up. Right. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you look at the wall and you're just like, why is it so viney? It's like, no, bitch, that's mm-hmm. what it's like a crack. Those are big ass cracks. And if you go to the other side, you got some decay going on. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, and that's one of the things that I was like, you know, I prayed against before even meeting you. I prayed over my marriage. I prayed over my children before meeting you, you know, and I was just like, mm-mm. And I was like, nope, I bind that right now because the enemy wants nothing more than to see another marriage fail, right? The enemy mm-hmm. wants nothing more to see another home broken, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, Yeah. I mean, um, going back to the question, what do we like to do? Mm, we like to talk like this. Yes. <laughs> and we like to go on adventures. Pittsburgh! <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the yard! <laughs> 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 and the wind. Listen, real quick, you guys. We had to drive to Pittsburgh for work, for, for my job at the time. And uh, he joined me, and I know my mother was so glad he did, because me taking that drive by myself, she would have been calling me every hour on the hour. And they call me, you okay? Yes, Mom. So anyway, so we're driving, and it's it's uh, it's beginning to be winter, right? It's, it's yeah, like, it's yeah. November. Yeah, it's, it's it's approaching winter time, yeah. and it's late fall. Yeah, and there's snow. It's snow out there on the way, and we're driving along a, a what's a four lane highway, and the wind was such. Now, my husband is I, I, if you know if you know me, you know I love him big, and I love him hurry. But um, my husband is a big guy. And so, and I'm a tiny girl. I'm five foot seven, all of 125. Now I'm 125 pounds. 
Hey, hey. after so, baby. After baby, you wait <laughs> like a champ. Um, so what happened? Oh, so I'm like, you know, the car is heavy. Every car is heavy, you know, mm-hmm. and we're driving. And all of a sudden the wind whips and I'm like, oh, okay. I see this little car in front of me get, you know, kind of shaken. And I'm just like, oh, it's no big deal. Then all of a sudden, another wind whips, and I see the Jeep in front of us, like, whip into the next lane. I'm like, oh, shoot. And then, and then another wind whips as my husband, then boyfriend, is driving. And I'm like, oh, we're good. He's a heavy dude. He's weighing down this car. Like, whip into the next lane. No way. That's like, fucked up. Yeah, so, that's what I'm thinking. You know, thoughts of a skinny girl. So then, you know, all of a sudden, another wind whips, and where do we end up? <laughs> In the other lane. I'm like, oh, shoot, maybe he's not as fucking as I thought. <laughs> and we, oh, we had fun. We got there. We had so much fun. And it, cause it was just us. And, I mean, I did my job, but while I was doing my job, we got to sit back and back and relax. He's seen so many hotel rooms with me. It's <laughs> like a joke. And then, um, oh gosh, work work really did have us up. But um, yeah, and then oh, and then we went out at night, and we like you know back. Oh, no, no, no. What was it? Uh, we we puffed an L. <laughs> and you were like, I don't need a lot. I'm so I'm so I'm so uh, sensitive. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> we smoked the bowl. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh my god. Uh, but um yeah, that was just one of our adventures. adventures. Uh there was the the Boston road trip. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you know what, darling? Let's talk about that in a few minutes. We'll okay. be right back. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back. So yeah, um, then there was the. <laughs> well, we're back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Um, we were talking about the road trip to Baston. To Baston, to Beantown. Yeah, we took uh, several road trips. Um, what was it? Boston, Pennsylvania, for the light show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pennsylvania for the light show. Um, New Jersey. You went down to the down to Atlantic City. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That was our little mini honeymoon. Yeah, mini honeymoon, mini little getaway. Oh, that was a good time. I loved it. That was definitely a good time. The rooms were cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, the first night it was. What were we the first night? We were down... Um, oh, the one by the beach, right? Uh, down by the boardwalk. Down by the boardwalk, yeah. yeah. You didn't like the room in the other one? Um, it looked like... No, it did not look like that. It did <laughs> not look like that. It was, a, it was a small town and it was cute. You know what it reminded me of? I'll be honest like with you. Like Jason was going to pop out nah, and start fam. killing people. Man, hush that bus. No, you know what <laughs> it looked like? that or Michael Myers. Oh, stop. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what it looked like. It remind. Do you remember in The Simpsons when they had Duff Beer? What was it? Duff Land? Uh, yeah, Duff. Duff beer land. Or something like that. And it was like, Duff beer for me. Yeah. Duff beer for you. <laughs> I'll have a Duff. So it, remind, it reminded me of like like that type of... <laughs> 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 it 
reminded me of that type of setup where it was like, you know, Duff Beer land or whatever you want to call it, except minus the... The, yeah, minus the Simpsons <laughs> and minus the Duff beer, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So we took a road trip to Boston. That was me being random one night and saying, "Oh, let's go. Let's drive like four hours north or four hours south, four hours some way or something like that." You know. And um, hold on one second. And oh, here we go. And. Um, Yes, we are working parents. <laughs> and sometimes the part of us that requires to be parents needs us. And he needs our our attention. Atención. And uh, he looks like he's about to go down. Yeah. Night, night, like that. Night, night. <laughs> so, yeah, so we drove to Boston. The next day, we didn't drive that night. We drove in the morning. We headed out the morning because you were really, really tired. And a good one. You heard that one? Yeah. It was a good one. The one before was better. Oh, yeah, it was? Yeah. But he gave a, a monster bun? Yeah, one of those. Uh, <laughs> 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 it sounds like a, a old man who was like, I've seen some things. <laughs> well, anyway, so, uh, yeah, we went to Boston. And then where did we go after that? Um, Boston was one of the first trips. Oh yeah, that's when I was like, I think she heard. I think she only heard me say, "Can I have some gin?" Oh yeah, right. I asked. Yeah. For, oh my gosh, yeah. I asked for a gin and tonic. We went out. We get into our hotel. We settle in, and then we go out, and we uh, we head to this reggae spot. And I asked a girl for, but no, right before that, I'd had a glass of wine. They gave me like. Two. I had like two. Uh, yeah. Two at Sauvignon the, Blancs. Yeah. At the restaurant. At the restaurant that we ate. Yeah, yeah and then went to the reggae spot and um, waited for some reggae, and then finally it came on, and I remember asking the lady for a gin and tonic, and I think she just heard, "Can I have gin?" <laughs> and you remember, I kept saying, "Man, this drink is strong." <laughs> And you thought I was lying, and I'm just—he's yeah. looking at me like this worse. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I, so I, I say, you know what? Maybe I am a, maybe I am a lightweight. Now, mind you, I just had like two, two Sauvignon Blancs, but and I was—you remember—I was able to tell her the first glass was not a Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you thought I was being bougie, and yeah. I was just like, yeah. this ain't it. I'm <laughs> sorry, it doesn't even smell like it. And your eyes rolled, and I was like, this ninja thinks. <laughs> That I'm being bad and bougie. What she brought you, like a Kim Crawford or something? Like no, that. the wrong drink. Yeah, the wrong. The wrong drink. drink. I told her. I said, I think this is a Chardonnay, and she was like, Um, I don't know. I said, No, this doesn't smell like a Sauvignon Blanc, nor does it taste like one. I think this is a Chard. And she went back and she found out it was indeed a Chardonnay. Yo, your kid knows her drinks. I used to do wine tastings. If I can't tell the difference between a Chard, a Pinot Grigio, and a Sauvignon Blanc by this day and age, by this time in my life, after all the wine tastings I've done, I have failed me. <laughs> I have failed. I am no connoisseur. I am no, how do they call those? The people that drink through the wine, uh, uh, sommelier. I'm no one of those, but I know some stuff. Uh, so yeah, so then go to, so then 
I, at the gym, I'm like, oh, maybe, you know what? Okay, I'm, I'm not going to complain anymore. I'm going to take the drink. I'm still going to drink it. And then I get another one. And I say, can I have another gin and tonic, please? And I swear to you, that is the time where she just heard me ask for straight gin. Because even you tried it. Yeah, it was strong. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even like gin. Gin is not my drink. But I'm a gin girl. I like good gin and tonic or, you know, I, I like it. But man, that thing, I don't like gin straight. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a booze hound, but like, oh, gee. And that was the night that he saw me upside down. <laughs> Boy, you turned me inside <laughs> out. <laughs> round and round. Oh, I was like, it's hot. <laughs> yeah. I was so hot. <laughs> she wanted to go for a walk by herself. By the water. By the water. In the front of the, like, across the street from the hotel. Yeah. And um, it was like three, three, almost four in the morning. It was late. It was late. You remember uh, you said that I pulled my dress up because I was like, <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> we were driving back to the hotel and I put my leg on the dashboard. It was like, Whew. put the window down. Put the window down. I was like, man, it's so hot. I was like, it's like, I'm hot. And he's like, but there are people walking. I said, I don't have nothing they haven't seen before. <laughs> man, oh, man. He's a bit of an exhibitionist when she drinks. I guess. <laughs> Does it have to be when I drink? I go to the nude beach sober, so. <laughs> so that was Boston. Yeah, that was Boston. That was Boston. That was our very first road trip. That was the very first time he got to see that side of me. Um, um, what, was the, what was the next one? Mm, I think it was the Pittsburgh. Yeah, so it was, no, it was no. Boston, and I think there was no, my. What, it what? Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Was it Boston? No, it was Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania was. First. No, Pennsylvania no, was, was colder, right? So it was Boston first because it was it was still warm outside. With Boston, right? So it was right. Boston first, Pennsylvania, then Pennsylvania, where we went so to the, the light, light show. show. Oh man, you were uh, you were ooh that day. Ooh man, that was the first time ever. I was like, I don't want to be around you. I was like, I want to go home. Yeah, that day was not cool. He he was in a funk and just couldn't get out. I, I was like, shake it, man. I was it like, was why just... is he so mean? I don't understand. I don't like I, this I, vibe. I just couldn't shake it that day. I don't know why. Like if you know the saying, like oh, I just got up on the wrong side of the bed. He was so crabby. I think the wrong. I think the bed got up on the wrong side of him. Okay, that's how crabby. That's how cranky he was. And I was just like, ugh. And I even said to him later, "That's the first time, and I hope it's the last. That's the first time I ever wanted to not be around him." Yeah, and that was the last time. <laughs> it was the last time. <laughs> Praise <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was the last time. Um, but a little bit of that day. Um. So those of those of you who know me, my car is a is a stick shift, and um, like it's really annoying to drive it in traffic because mm. traffic bumper to bumper traffic is like you're edging along, you know, inching along, and after a while of clutching and gas and clutch and gas and brake. You know, it just gets really annoying. 
Um, and like, for some reason, the GPS was taking us all throughout these, all like every which it was like every, over the forest and through the woods to grandmother's house yeah, we go. Like it was a little which much. Which way there was a toll. It took. It took us. Through. Yeah, and usually, and usually we have it set to avoid traffic, but I think that day GPS was like, I love traffic. Yeah. I love it, and I just want to show you how much I love it. So here's some more traffic. So, like, after after we got done with the traffic, you know, it was, it was good. It was all right. Um, we stopped. We got something to eat. We went to that leather store no that wasn't no. that wasn't then that was pittsburgh where i got the leather gloves yeah that was pittsburgh we were looking at fur coats yeah that was pittsburgh oh okay mm-hmm. my bad we stopped at the gas station yeah and picked up something like i forgot i forgot what we, i think we picked up ice i'm not sure no i don't know oh yeah we did pick up ice because mm-hmm. you packed like I packed like this great <laughs> kitchen sink. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Your mother packs the kitchen sink, okay? <laughs> but I I packed <laughs> I love my mother-in-law by the way. Like she's a blessing. Um but I packed I made like this lunch. Now he okay. I'm not going to throw him completely under the bus, but he has a diet of like no cucumbers. I hate cucumbers, right? I'm just like, cucumbers are delicious. And I, whatever. I make, I don't really like lettuce on, I don't like iceberg lettuce on my sandwiches. Like I would prefer either cucumbers instead of lettuce or anything dark and yummy and green and leafy. So I make all this stuff and this dude is like, I don't want it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, just deal. I don't want it. Uh, he's like, well, give me a sandwich. Let me try to take out the cucumbers. Maybe I can deal. And then his little snotty self as if he ever, ever, ever packed me a lunch was like, I can't eat this. It smells like cucumber. So I was like, okay. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, is there a way that I can smush this sandwich in his face and us not <laughs> deviate off the road? Because I can't drive stick, but I know how to steer. So maybe if I like hold his hand on the stick while I smush the sandwich in his face, it's all good. It's all gravy. Right. Yeah. That didn't happen. Right. <laughs> I'm glad you were thinking of that, though. Now I know what you were thinking. Yeah, that was then. You were really ornery. That's the no, word. That day, like that day, was just like on the road. But once once we got there, we were good. I was good. He was good. I was, um, I was like, what in the world? I think I, had, I, I know for a fact I had internalized some things as if like it was my fault. And yeah, when when someone complains about something that I've planned, and or like if they complain about a gift that was given to us or something, I internalize that as like, it's my fault or it's not good enough. And it breaks my heart. Cause I'm just like, well, then how can I make it better? And I can't because it's either a gift or it's just something I have to remember. It's something beyond my control. And that's not something in me. That's something in them, whether they are ungrateful pieces of crap or they're, ungrateful pieces of crap that just happened to be crabby that day yeah <laughs> or they're just crabby that day yeah i'm not an ungrateful piece of crap no he's not he he just happened to be crabby that day yeah 
But, uh, I mean, it, it was just like while we were there, it was great. It was awesome. It was fun. Um, then we leave. It's hell getting out of there because <laughs> of where they had us parked. They had oh us my parked gosh. in the like, field. I know. We learned a lot about each other that day. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, mind you, we were carrying chairs. Uh, chairs. Yep, chairs, uh, the food that he didn't eat one stitch of. I had drinks and food, and this guy gets on the longest line <laughs> ever for two stupid hot dogs. Hot, he, two stupid hot dogs, and he's sitting standing there, and I'm just like, I have food. Bag. Whatever. I have food. <laughs> and there were other things in the bag besides cucumber sandwiches with the cucumbers. But still, I was just like, anyway but that was our trip there it taught us a lot yeah on the way back though like i slept yeah you slept I, listen i had to sleep i had to <laughs> i had to shut down to, to not deal yeah while you slept i sat in traffic again again but you know what that was your punishment for being such yeah. so ornery for me yeah. god was like telling you god protects me god's like oh his hand is on me his hand is on you too um, and I see it every time, every time. Um, so yeah, so that's what we like to do. We like to just spend time with each other. Yeah. Get up and go. Yeah. Um, work and work and weather permitting. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> we like photo booths. Oh yeah. We ha Oh, we, we didn't take photo. We were expecting. Remember I wanted to do one we were expecting and we didn't get a chance to. We didn't. Mm -mm. So now we got to do one with baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely have to do it. We with love baby. photo booths. We have we have one almost from every stage of our relationship except marriage and baby. Yeah. So we gotta. That's yeah. pretty much our relationship: marriage and baby. No. Oh, oh my gosh! You make it sound like we swiped right, got married, had a baby. <laughs> that's all there is, my yeah, friend. That's all she wrote. Right. Um. So yeah, and let's see, that's what we like to do. And so what would you say is the purpose of this podcast? Uh just honesty. Mm -hmm. Um just honesty, just putting everything out there. Mm -hmm. Um you know, bringing issues to light, bringing subjects of you know, relationship problems just in general um mm -hmm. talk about life as a married couple <laughs> mm -hmm. and parents now me again you now <laughs> i'm yeah. someone's mama i don't know <laughs> whose idea that was let's give nicole a baby oh. <laughs> oh, <damn>. emoji face <laughs> um yeah, you know, this is an open forum for whoever's listening. Mm -hmm. You know, if they have any questions or, you know, if they want advice or something like that, we're no doctors. We're no... We're no professionals. We're no professionals or nothing. But, you know, it's an open forum. Yeah, it's, we're relatable. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's, you know, for everyone who's listening... Um, and 
yeah, you know, just life. Mm-hmm. You know, like the life I'm carrying right now. Yes. <laughs> He's precious. All that black hair. Yeah. He has your eyes. And I prayed for that. Yes, he does. <laughs> I'm very happy because that's what I fell in love with. That's like that. And that's that laugh, that smile and that, ooh, that laugh. And I heard that Buddha belly laugh. I was like, <laughs> I'm melting and it's over. It's a wrap. It's I'm, a wrap. I'm goo. And that was it. And that laugh, man, I'd do anything to hear that laugh over and over and over and over and over again. I'm such a sap for you. So, um, what would I say is the purpose of this podcast? Yes. The purpose of this podcast. So, um, everything you said Mm -hmm. and a platform for people to know that one, you're only as sick as your secret, you're only as sick as your secrets, right? Two, that. The skeletons in your closet don't need to be there. Right. You know, um, because it's time to heal. You know, it's time to to work on yourself so your marriage can be better and healthy. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I when this podcast came to heart, because I wouldn't say mind so much, but it came to heart. Like I was like, let's do it. Right. Like something in my heart was like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. After talking to some friends that I know for a fact, you know, they they're in their relationships and they hit these unhappy moments. And it's not to say that we're always happy in a way of like, it's oh, every time we wake up, it's like, we don't have a problem in the world, but it is to say that Sometimes I see there's some fundamental, like some basic blocks missing Mm -hmm. that even though I'm not a professional, I think I know works because I've used it, right? Like I've used the get over yourself, Nicole, you know, like stop thinking this man knows what you know, or get over yourself. Stop thinking that just because they are in their thirties that they know how to do this, you know, like stop that. And basically sometimes it's the basic, let me just make it clear. I realized that when you don't have the basics of grace, when you don't operate out of grace in your relationship with yourself or with people, your marriage is going to crumble. Yes. Right. I, uh, and the journey to marriage is going to be rather rickety, you know, like if you're not operating in grace with the person, um, when I learned that that's how you get things done, you operate from a place of grace. You look at that person across from you and you say, you know, you're a very flawed human being just as much as I am a very flawed human being. Mm -hmm. And if my head is still attached to my neck because someone who, who knew better approached me and was frustrated with me because I didn't know better and they spared my neck, then I need to spare yours. Right. Um, and sometimes when I see that not happening in my friends' relationships or when I hear that not happening, I'm just like, where? Okay. Okay. So that encouraged, that encouraged me to demonstrate that in my relationship. And then I met you and it just, it just flowed, you know, it's easy. Um, it's not always easy. There are some times when I'm like, why can't you just, but I'm like, you know, chill because this man adulted his, his, this man adulted his way all his life without you until now. And he's still alive. So let him adult 
and keep adulting until you guys find your own rhythm as adults to adult too. So, <laughs> um, I've never heard it put that way. <laughs> adulting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're adulting, you know, yeah. and, um, <laughs> and that's why I created the podcast because I am proud of us mm-hmm. and I feel that we have learned and grown so much in such a short, short time. In such a short time. And you've exhibited such grace. I've exhibited such grace. We've been stretched and grown, uh, stretched in ways in such a short period of time that mm-hmm. we can inspire. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't, uh, we can't guarantee change, but Hey, if we can light a fire in someone who is like, yo, I was literally two seconds away from a divorce lawyer, right? you know, and, and hearing you guys share your story or hearing you guys talk about your love, reminded me what the scripture says, which is, you know, go back to your first love and repeat the things that you first did. Um, basically do that. Then I'm like, yo, why not give it a shot? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, sometimes worn out love needs just, needs just to be polished a bit and, yeah. you know, and, and maybe some new love, some young love uh, helps polish it off. You know, the copper needs polishing or something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um like just to piggyback a little bit off of you, it's like this podcast is also to inspire. Mm-hmm. And we don't know in what way we're going to inspire someone, but we know that that's what we want from this podcast. You know, I agree. Even if it's each other. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought here. It's okay. Um, rocking back and forth with baby can make you do that. Because <laughs> I'm rocking with you and I'm like, wow, no wonder babies just fall asleep. Like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely knocked out of my arms right now. Well, I told you, you'll be his, you'll be the one to quiet the storm. But yeah, it's to inspire. Um, we will always gear you towards reconciliation. Right. Not divorce. Right. Hmm. Um, we will always, you know, push you in the right direction. As best as we can. As best as we can. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Or inspire you to. Yeah. You know. So. I'm tearing over here, folks. I'm tearing because I'm looking in his eyes and I'm hearing the, the exact words that I would pray and pray when I prayed over my future marriage and children that I would have a support system in a village and a husband that would push towards reconciliation. And he's saying the same exact words that if you were at our wedding, you heard in my speech because when he and I were planning it, we we didn't want a a huge, I mean, we would have loved it. But yeah. We would have loved, you know, to have a 300 person wedding. Yeah. Financially, it didn't make sense. No. So we had to do something that made sense. And what we decided was, okay. Small and intimate. Small and intimate. Now who we pick, that's where, you know, we were very, very specific and very tailored. And that's where our mission of our marriage came in, which is 
everyone we want. Yes, this is a celebration, but it's one day out of our many, out of many, many in our lives. And these people that we are paying for have to have our best interests at heart. And they have to push us towards reconciliation when we hit the skids. And they have to push us towards forgiveness and grace and mercy instead of pushing us towards divorce, instead of filling our ear with, with you know, silly stuff and, and, and things that actually cause division. They're filling our spirit and our soul with things that cause uh, reconciliation and things that create unity. And to look at, to look back at each other and go, you know, you're the person I decided to show up for every day. This is just one day. Tomorrow can be different and tomorrow will be different. And to hear him say that just now is like, yo, it's not in vain. Everything I prayed for, everything I said is not in vain. And God answers, God answers your prayers. Just believe it. He answers your prayers. And that's one of the reasons why what the song that I walked down the aisle to. Yes was the song because it is so true. And for you guys, it's, um, it's a Bethel, Bethel song, um, called came to my rescue. And I started walking where it says my whole life. I place in your hands, God of mercy, humbled. I bow down in your presence and your throne. I called you answered and you came to my rescue and I just want to be where you are. And that's how I feel about my husband. That's how I feel about Manny is that I called and he came to my rescue and I'll always want to be where he is. So you guys got a tear out of me or two (laughs) towards the end of our podcast. Um, So we, do you think it's a good note to end on? What do you, what do I think is a good note? To no, end I on? said, do you think it's a good note to end on? Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Um, you know, they, they got to know us a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, we're going to, um, let you know that you can send us your questions, show ideas and comments at loveledesma2019 at gmail.com. Uh, you can find our email in our Instagram lovele- at loveledesma2019. And we're going to leave you with two things, a scripture and, uh, just some words of encouragement. So our first scripture for our very first podcast is actually Ecclesiastes, uh, chapter four, verse 12. And that was actually our wedding, uh, our wedding scripture. But 12 says, though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. And so I just want you guys to think about this. Um, one, two, three. The first line has one as a number one. The second line has a number two. And the third line has three. Where did the third strand come from? And who's the third strand? So, ladies and gentlemen, dear friends, it is time we say goodbye to you. But before we do, we would like to remind you to show up for each other, have a heart of servitude, and support one another like you would your best friend. And so from the bottom of our hearts, love, love Ledesma. Ledesma.